I do want to point out that Matt and I are FaceTiming, and as I'm explaining what the movie's about and, you know, doing doing the work on my side of the podcast, he has turned his face into the poop emoji. And he, now he's cracking up laughing, and so this poop emoji is just staring at, at me. He's making the top part of the poop wiggle a little bit. For some reason, forgetting that this is not a visual medium, a podcast. He's doing visual gags. It's just for you. But you know what? It's the little things. It's the little things, Jimmy. Welcome to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. We're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter, and today we will catch up on what we've been watching, investigate the little things in the main segment, and we'll debate a dilemma I'm having with our website and see what happens with that. So without further ado, let's run that back. I imagine it's going to be a very heated debate. <laughs> we usually start these off with what we've been watching, and the past couple times, it's been like three weeks since the last time we've even spoken to each other, so it's like we usually have more to talk about, but this time it's only been two weeks, and I'm blown away that I actually have a show that we've been watching that's different. I, I do too. Wouldn't that be insane if it was the same show? I feel like it's not. Okay, well... In fact, Chris, I'm fairly certain that it's not. Okay, okay. Well, Kristen and I have been watching Shit's Creek, and we had never watched it before, so we started from the beginning. That's usually what you do when you've never watched a show before. It's this, mm-hmm. like, new thing that the, that the young Let's people do. They the start beginning. from the beginning. It's a very exactly. good place to start. What's that from? Winnie the Shit. <laughs> okay. Shit's Creek. It's It's fitting. <laughs> But we started it about a week or two ago, and we are rounding the corner about to go into season five of six. And uh, (laughs) there's only like 12 to 13 episodes every season, and they're 20 minutes long, so you just fly through it. What a funny show. I I don't need to say this because it's gotten all the accolades and everyone has already watched it. It's a very popular show, but hilarious show. I know what you're going to say to this. But Carrie and I watched the first episode, uh-huh. and it was like a hard meh. I think okay. there were two parts where I was like, <laughs> I, know I know it's no I forged know, in fire. It gets better and better. But no, you're goddamn <laughs> right, it's no forged in fire. <laughs> I mean, I just, you gotta keep watching. <laughs> like you said, it's just witty and heartfelt or. That's at least what Netflix says about it on Netflix's new thing with the with the adjectives it puts underneath it. But yeah, it's been a great show. And then obviously, I've just been continuing WandaVision and just pretty much the entirety of my week is waiting for WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And then Friday is WandaVision Day. And then it's just waiting for WandaVision again. So can we talk spoilers? WandaVision spoilers? Hmm. Can we talk about the worst kept secret of all time? Hey, everybody, there's going to be spoilers for WandaVision. Maybe 
just look at your phone and click the skip ahead 15 second thing. Just like click that like a few times and see if we aren't saying the word Wanda anymore. So Agatha was behind it all. <laughs> it was Agatha all the time. How fire is the Agatha all the time song? That's is like essentially, essentially the Munsters theme song. <laughs> you know, that's really Catherine Hahn singing. Really? Singing, it was Agatha all the time. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was definitely not only the worst kept secret. Well, you know, I think there was back and forth on is Mephisto going to be involved in stuff? I don't think and he so, is. I was reading something that was like, they put it right in front of us. They call her Agnes. Ag, Atha, Hark, Ness. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like they weren't trying to make it like the a huge secret. They just like, weren't. Like you said. They just weren't saying it. Wanda. Just in case anyone skipped ahead. Yeah, didn't exactly. Didn't hear us saying Wanda. That's exactly what you should be doing. We are still saying Wanda a lot. But the thing about it is, you know, they did start ramping her up to be more of an obvious person, Agatha, that, mm-hmm. like, is different than everyone else. Um, but they still, in my opinion, really pulled off the big reveal. Like, it felt really cool, like, when she went over to Agnes's house and, like, it got weirder and creepier and everything. Like, it just felt really good to finally, like, mm-hmm. have it out. Wanda. And then that ending with the song and everything was just Did you watch so the mid-credits uh, or the post-credits scene? <laughs> Are you serious? You didn't know there was one, did you? You're lying. Is this is this There's the new one. recurring segment? Cody There's watches a Disney Plus post-credits? You're I lying. swear to God. I swear to God. There is not. I swear On just to God. this episode yes. and not any of the other episodes? Correct. Dude, I hate them. I'm not. Wa- I'm not watching it because Kristen and I watch WandaVision. And I can't watch it without Kristen. Okay, can I tell you what it was? I gotta watch it. This will be next next episode. Wanda. Next episode, we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about the mid credit scene of the last episode okay. of WandaVision. That's gonna be our nice big segment on the next episode. Everyone can look forward to it. Is it's gonna be. It's going to be, hey, Matt, after the last one, I went back and watched the mid credit scene, and then wasn't the last episode of WandaVision really good? And you'll be like, did you see the mid credit scene of the last episode? And I'll be like, I thought you meant one. Yeah, now we were going to talk about Tenet, but this week's episode, we're talking about the mid credit scene from the last yeah. episode of WandaVision. <laughs> exactly. Well, Whole see, episode. What I, what I, Wanda. Um, Wanda. No, what I'm, like, what I'm Wandaing. Is, yes. And what I think they did that was really cool was they pulled off. I know it's not like this huge gargantuan twist, but it is kind of like the twist ending that you saw coming. Yeah. And there's two episodes left. The, wait, there's two episodes left? I think so. Isn't there? Nice. And then I'm pretty sure like it's going to end. And then two weeks later is going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then when that ends, two weeks later is going to be Loki. And then when that Which I'm ends. I'm excited for all of it. What if? You, we're ready to die. So, what have you been watching that's new? Peaky Blinders. Oh, I need to watch that show. So, we've only watched the first season so far. You mean you've read the first season? Because you have to have the subtitles on constantly. Th- then I haven't watched the show, but there's no way you have any idea what's going on in that show. <laughs> it's like a Tom Hardy movie. You have to accept... 
ahead of time that you're not going to understand every word that is spoken, but you're still going to get the gist of what's going on. You, you can still follow it. You're going to find it like one day you're going to find out that that character's name was Abe Lincoln, but you thought he was saying, hey, Blinken. <laughs> been wondering who Blinken is this whole That's time. That's a Mel Brooks joke for you. <laughs> um, but we were like one episode into season two. And I'm I'm not going to lie, the first like four episodes, Carrie was really into it. And I was kind of, all right, I mean, it's fine. It's kind of cool to watch. If you like Killian it, you Murphy's can watch it. Hair is cool. Um, that man is a beautiful human being. But it's but four or five episodes in, it got really really good. And Sam Neill is in it. He plays a oh okay uh, like a police person, archaeologist. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and he's such a piece of shit, and he plays it really <laughs> well. But without giving too much away, it's just they're the Peaky Blinders and they're a, a gang that kind of runs the city. But they're, they peek in your blinds. But they're kind of good guys. Well, they're called. The, uh, Carrie looked this up. They're called the Peaky Blinders because they have like newsboy caps that they wear. Yeah. And they wear and they wear a razor blade in the peak of it, like right okay. right at the front. And when they fight, they t- take their hat off by the back of their hat, and they swing it at people's eyes. So they're the Peaky Blinders. Oh, God. Um, okay, well... The show is there's... very, very violent. Yeah, that's what's making me want to watch it. Here's the thing. If you were Tom Hardy, and you had to give me how good the show was in one syllable, what would you do? Oh. Huh. <laughs> That was much, much better than I was expecting. That's my Tom. That's my Tom Hardy impression. That was. That's what he does. That's his whole acting routine. At least oh my god! Long. How long is he gonna get away with this? How long are we gonna let him get away with this? Hashtag Don't let Tom Hardy get away with this. He made Capone. <laughs> Yeah, remember Capone, everyone? We reviewed I that movie. I do my movie. best not to. <laughs> well, it's not like it's not like anything big that, that like brings it down. It's the little things. Oh, okay. It's the little things, Jimmy. That was a good segue, and I completely ruined it. So, <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah, we watched The Little Things. It's on HBO Max, but... By the time this episode comes out, it won't be on HBO Max anymore. <laughs> Released so, in 1994. Well, written in 1993, I actually think, which is the same year I was written. So that's kind of an interesting tidbit. Your genetic code. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the little things. It is like a crime thriller. It was written and directed by John Lee Hancock. Uh, can you give me some notable other movies John Lee Hancock made? The Declaration of Independence? No. Um, so, like I said, this is a you know a dark crime thriller. He also directed uh, The Blind Side <laughs> and The Founder, the McDonald's movie. <laughs> that movie was awesome. 
I know you liked that movie. Yes. Did you? Have you Matt seen it? Matt really liked it. You showed it to me. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so those are the other movies he's done. It was starring Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto, among others. I don't think they told Jared Leto he was in a movie for the whole <laughs> thing, though. <laughs> I think that they just were able to kind of catch him when he came out of his apartment. Uh, and pretty much, like, a very kind of quick summary, the movie uh, follows a few people, but Denzel Washington, who is a small-town uh, police officer, and he has to go to L.A. to pick up some evidence for a court hearing that's coming up, and he has to go there, and you kind of get the idea that he actually was a cop for the LAPD at a time, but you don't really know exactly what it was that made him stop being a cop. So he meets up with Rami Malek, who is now the the big man on campus in the L.A. detective unit, um, and he's searching for pretty much a serial killer that has killed four girls so far. And he kind of starts getting Denzel Washington's help, and Denzel Washington notices that the killings are very reminiscent of a case that he worked back in the day. And then you start kind of getting the idea that it must have been that case that made it so that now he's a small-time cop. Jared Leto ends up being their prime suspect, uh, mostly because he looks and acts like Jared Leto. In the end, there are some twists and turns and some unexpected ways that the loose ends are kind of tied together. And funny enough, how some loose ends are just left untied. The movie really mostly follows Denzel Washington and Rami Malek investigating the case and, um, you know, what that does to them as people. So, you know, we're going to get into it. As you might know, if you've seen our About Us section of our website that was edited in the last couple days, Matt says about himself and what he thinks of movies, just give me a good twist ending. So I feel like I know what he might think of this movie, but I have been wrong the last three times we have recorded, so I am waiting with bated breath. What did you think of this movie? Well, the key word was give me a good twist ending. Oh! Not that it was particularly bad, but like points against if I can figure it out in the first 30 minutes. Okay. Can I rephrase when I say I knew it? In the first 30 minutes? Yes, you can. I knew it after I watched the trailer. Okay. And there were a couple twists and turns. So just throwing this out there, as you probably know from listening, there are now going to be full-on spoilers for the end. Which twist exactly is the one that you, like, were not surprised by? That he shot the girl. That he killed one of the victims. So... I did not see that coming. What pretty much happens is you find out that Denzel Washington was following this murder case and there were two girls murdered. And while Denzel Washington was at the crime scene, another girl surprised him while he was looking around and taking the, you know, area and he shot her and killed her. And so they had to frame it as three girls were murdered by the serial killer. And that's why he ended up having to go and work in a small time county and that kind of thing. I can't tell you how happy I am to hear that you weren't particularly blown away by this movie because knowing that you like 
psychological thrillers and crime movies and twist endings. I was ready for a battle here. Look, I enjoyed it because I love this genre of movie. Yes. So even a subpar one, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna enjoy to an extent. It was It's like me with horror. With that cast, I really wanted to like this movie a lot more than I did. Yeah. The cast was phenomenal. They all showed up and they did their jobs. Denzel was Denzel. He's Yep. He's great. He's, he's always he's great. Very solid. I wouldn't say he was great. Matt's in this on movie. a first name basis with him. So, he's everyone you know. he's Denzel. Everyone's on a first name basis with him. <laughs> I wouldn't say he was great in this movie, but he was very solid as he is yeah. even in his worst movies. Remy Malik, I thought, was phenomenal. Yeah. And Jared he Leto. He purses man. his lips like no one else. Jared Leto. He shows up and is always good. Right. He's he's such a weird, weird Can guy. Can we remind everybody that he's a singer? Like, he's, yeah. he, he, like that's how he got famous? I want to let everyone know that I went to a Muse concert and 30 Seconds to Mars opened for them. It was more like a co-headline in a way. And Jared Leto came out into the audience. I was like 15, 20 feet away from Jared Leto. It was amazing. <laughs> Hollywood actor. Much Hollywood actor and musician and singer and homeless person, Jared Leto. <laughs> so yeah, I thought I thought the film was interesting. It kept me relatively hooked, but it it really suffered from feeling like more of an imitation than an original oh, movie. Of seven and Zodiac and right, it's not just seven. It's it's that it's that nineties detective serial killer. Yes, I felt like I you could tell, like you said, seven. I felt a lot of Zodiac in the scenes where but you this were like was written with before the killer. <laughs> but you, it was written before. But you can tell that over the years, the style influenced it. Like I, I know that like the actual plot. I'm not saying the plot is exactly seven because it's not exactly seven. It's just that parts of it felt very reminiscent of seven. Like if, if this the movie, final set piece, if this had come out before seven, before Zodiac, we would look at this right. movie a lot differently than we're looking at it right now. I mean, I wonder if we would think it was good or not though. Cause it's like, what I'm mostly saying is that, like, the the way that it was influenced, it, sometimes it moved from being influence almost to just plagiarism of, like, what it was shot like. For, like, you know, scenes like when you're with the killer and it's in the car looking out the windows following the, the girl. And it's like, that is just literally how the scenes in Zodiac looked. And, like, right. the opening scene when you're in the car with the girl that, that might be the victim and you know, you're having that situation where this other car is being aggressive, but you're staying with the girl in her car. You're not right. cutting over to the killer. That was very Zodiac. And the way that the end of that scene, when she seemingly was saved, it just like faded out. Like that was how the well, scenes in Zodiac were. She was saved. I say seemingly, I don't know why. I guess just <laughs> like we didn't see the rest of what happened. Seven's final set piece in that like desert kind of area having the killer bring you to that desert area mm -hmm. and it, 
in the little things, it was just missing the telephone lines. Like, and then it would have been the same. I, like, I genuinely look. thought he was going to take him out to that field and, and Remy Malik's wife was going to be like in the hole instead Dead. of the girl. Yes. <laughs> Spoilers for seven, o- kind but it was of. Only but... Because, but it was only because of seven. Yes, exactly. And so, and so, yeah, like I, I felt like I didn't watch the trailer for this movie. I like started the trailer and it started feeling like things might start getting given away. So I mm-hmm. turned the trailer off. Um, and so I did not see the twist coming. Like, and once I learned what happened, I felt kind of dumb for not having seen it coming. Because <laughs> there's that scene where Denzel Washington takes Rami Malik back to the scene of the crime. And he says the two girls were set up here. And Rami's like, where was the third girl's body? And he was like, oh, it was just a ways away. And I'm at in that scene, I thought, why? Like, th- this whole thing, it was supposed to be set up like a tea party or something. Why would the other body not be set up with it? And then after seeing the twist, I'm like, I'm an idiot. Like, why <laughs> was it not obvious? But, yeah. So as soon as, I, earlier in the yeah. movie, as soon as he told Jimmy, it's the little things, Jimmy. It's the little things that give it away it's the little things caught. that get you caught the way yeah. he the way that they phrased it's the little things that get you caught yes i was like it was dento okay now so i didn't know if he was the serial killer i didn't think he was right. the serial killer right that scene i actually started believing rami malek might be the serial killer mm. like i felt like it made no sense for denzel to be the serial killer right because there were just scenes like, you know, like him discovering the room that overlooked the crime scene of the first crime mm-hmm. you get to see. He just wouldn't have done that if he was the killer, because why give it away? Right. As the movie went on, I started deciding it can't be Rami Malek. He, like, wants to find the killer too bad for mm-hmm. him to be the killer. But that scene at that point when he said it's the little things that get you caught, it, like, cu- cut to Rami. And I was like, is he the killer? <laughs> it's just weird. Um... Another kind of twist, in a way, was that Jared Leto seemingly, or not even seemingly, he wasn't the killer. Or at least there just wasn't enough evidence to pin it on him. Right. They didn't, they didn't just really a, say a who crime the killer buff. was. Like, yeah, exactly. And that was kind of a twist and kind of something I liked. I liked that it was this murder mystery with a serial killer that was fictional, and they didn't tell you who the killer was. But it was... There wasn't enough evidence, and it seems like he was just a crime buff. But then, like, why were all the cutouts hidden underneath the floorboard in his apartment? Right. right. You can speculate. It's kind it was, of it like was, trying was, to solve a crime. It was really, really well done where you could you could convince me, using things that are in the movie, that it definitely right. was Jared Leto. And you right. could convince me using things that were in the movie that it definitely wasn't Jared Leto. Right. It really makes me think about how, you know, they always do this in these movies, like when they're interrogating Jared Leto and he's being, you know, sarcastic and not Mm -hmm. taking any of it seriously, where you think he might just be a fucking weirdo. Right. Like, that doesn't make him, it's not illegal to be a weirdo. Right. And that doesn't make him a killer, but it's like, it's just so hard to tell. And these detectives, a lot of times in these movies and like Mindhunter, they get it in their head. They want 
him to be the killer so bad because mm-hmm. they just want him they want it to be done that they start pushing right you know the evidence in his direction right they almost want to close the case more than they want to actually find the Catch killer the killer yes and that's and not and actively they think they want to find the killer Right, and that's that's kind of like one of the themes of the movie. It's who are you trying to solve this case for? Mm-hmm. Is it for the victims and giving them and their families closure, or is it because you feel like it'll make you feel better? Right, and well, obviously and that was you got to whole see. Thing. Right, who do you do this for? And uh, Jimmy was saying, "Oh, I do it for them, so they have a guardian angel." And Denzel's thing was, "Oh, well, I do it for me." And in that scene, yes. you think, you know, I just want to be the guy that catches this son of a bitch. Right. But he's really doing it for him so that he can kind of let himself off the hook for right. what happened. And then you see throughout the movie as Jimmy just descends into that mindset. And it they becomes, set up the similarities I, between the two of yes. them really well. Exactly. And, and you know... Jared Leto took Rami Malek out to this area that he says the like sixth girl's body was that hadn't been found. And he tells Rami to dig for the body. I think it's here. Oh, no, actually, it's here. And just has him digging. And I was just sitting there like, this is so seven. Mm-hmm. Like, I know he's going to kill Jared Leto mm-hmm. because that's just what it's building to. And. He just kept digging, and I was like, he's going to hit him with that shovel any mm-hmm. minute now. Well, that was also a good scene where you really thought, they really, really thought that Jared Leto was going to grab his gun and shoot him. Or something. Yes. The way they he thought the way it was he was bent twist. over and the gun was sticking off of his belt. Yes. And he was getting more and more tired because he's right. digging and right. digging. And, uh, and so, yeah, like th- there were moments that I felt like that was good. That was good. And and then there were other things that just to me, because of how much they felt like an imitation instead of being original, it just brought it down. You know, it's just on either side, it's it's the little things that either <laughs> pick it up or bring it down <laughs> right. for me. Was there anything you just didn't like about it? I guess we've touched on some things. Yeah, there but... wasn't really anything that, that happened. I was like, that was shitty. Right. The whole thing just felt stale yeah 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 like overdone yes yes with nothing new not like the style wasn't new the story wasn't new there was there was literally nothing brought to the table it's not even like hey if you like these movies seven is the perfect version of it zodiac is a phenomenal version of it silence of the lambs is a perfect version of it red dragon watch red dragon instead of this movie (laughs) matt's very matt's very passionate about that but you're naming these things and you you can point out obviously two of them are david fincher who's literally known for the actual style and and like look of the movies being as close to perfect as you can make a movie look that's like his thing right right and then you have silence of the lambs that has this interesting visual style that tells the story for you i mean you have the scenes with clarice and Hannibal Lecter and the way they're shot they're never in the same shot together until the very end of the movie like they have this visual way of telling the story even if you have it on mute 
you might be able to kind of follow along, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and that's what this movie was lacking is it, it just was lacking that kind of extra thing that made it stand up to Mm -hmm. those ones you just said. And I haven't seen red dragon, but you talk it up a lot. So maybe (laughs) I Dragon's really good. I'll put it on the list with uh, Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters. <laughs> hey, March thirty first, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, I need to start. I need to. I need to get on watching that that Godzilla King of the Monsters movie. You really? But who don't. cares? We're not talking about that. <laughs> you started kind of talking about what movies you would recommend over this movie, <laughs> and what's funny is I was going to do the same thing. When we got to this section of would you recommend this movie, I was going to say I recommend you watch Seven instead of this movie. Um, But that goes to show I probably wouldn't recommend this movie. Are you feeling the same there? Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably recommend you watch something else. Right. It's again, if 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 you're like, oh, I'm gonna go home and watch the little things, I wouldn't say, hey, don't waste your time because like watch right. it and make your own decision. Whatever. But if you asked me, like, hey, I'm really into psychological thrillers, what should I watch? It would probably be a while before I got to this movie. <laughs> yeah. So then, what star rating would you give it? Um, again, I used the system that that you use, and came up with three and a half. <laughs> Same well, as last time. I think we talked about last time that like sometimes you use the averaging system and you get the star rating and you look at it and you think, no, I need to knock that down a little bit more or something <laughs> right. like that. That happened to me. I got originally I got three stars, but honestly, after talking about it some, I kind of want to give it two and a half stars. So that's <laughs> I'm going with two and a half. Okay. Mine, mine got a little bit more credit mm. because of the genre. And like like I said, even a subpar version of it, I'm 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 a, I'm I'm there. Which for is it. fine. I, that's part of it. I mean, I also the things that bumped mine up were the performances. I liked the music a lot, and I thought the like I thought some of the shots were really good. So that also bumped it up. But like, mm-hmm. I thought the cinematography plot, was really like good. Down. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's because they were being David Fincher, and his cinematography is very good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but enough of bashing the little things. We have real important things to deal with here. We, like we have we we have an issue. Pretty much I was messing around editing the website and I noticed that on the front page we still have it saying let's run that back a flim podcast. Which we left it like that because it was a typo of film. Okay. And we kind of thought it was hilarious. How many episodes in are we? We <laughs> we are. This is our 22nd episode when you count the bonus episodes. Okay. Congrats. Okay. You did fix it. You changed it back? <laughs> and it took no you way. 22 episodes. I, it didn't take me that. I've looked at it. I've thought about it. <laughs> Think... God, I brought this up on the podcast. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this, okay? Because listen. <laughs> that, that is so funny. I forgot I even did it. Listen. <laughs> 
These third acts are turning out to be the best part of the podcast every episode now. Two episodes in a row. Now listen. So I look at it, and I'm like, a flim podcast. It's still hilarious, but I imagine people coming to our website and seeing it and and thinking it's a typo, like an accident, instead of a thing that we chose to keep because we're idiots and we think it's funny that it says flim instead of <laughs> film, right? So I have this thing weighing on me where it's like, do I want to keep it flim? And it might keep people from thinking like we know how to write English or do I change it to film so that they're like, okay, a film podcast and there's just no confusion. And honestly, if we keep it flim, I feel like we kind of have to make it part of the podcast that we say, hey, we do flim reviews or something. (laughs) What are your opinions on this? Well, as it also says, uh, on the homepage, our opinions don't matter. That is true. Whatever we think, <laughs> it really has no impact on the rest of the world, I, does it? I don't know. I think I think if we act like it is a typo and we don't right. realize that it doesn't say film, like that's what like, makes it funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it funny to you imagining us sending people to our website. <laughs> And people arriving on the homepage and saying, oh, wow, they have a typo there, like, and they don't know about that. Right. You like that. I just think I just think it's funny. You want our email address to be flooded with, you guys need to fix that typo on your homepage. It says flim instead of film. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, everybody, write in, uh, okay? Our email address <laughs> is let's run that back pod at gmail.com. Let us know that our website says flim instead of film, and that's a typo. Uh, and we'll get right on that, <laughs> okay? We'll make sure we get that figured out. <laughs> also, our uh, our website did just get updated. I added like our About Us section. I added the episode announcement images from our Instagram to the actual episodes page. So I'm actually feeling good about our website. It's looking pretty good right now. That's uh, let's run that back.com. It's about this flim podcast that we put on <laughs> Matt and Cody and uh, and you know our Instagram that I just mentioned that's let's run that back. That's on Instagram. So yeah, that was a wonderful surprise. That was a twist ending right there, <laughs> right? <laughs> you did it. you you flimmed it up. That was a twist ending. I remember I forgot that I did it. I remember doing it and going, let's see how let's see how long it takes him to notice this. Let's see how long it takes for Cody to run this back in my direction. <laughs> this is the kind of content we have. Guys, we're just getting better and better at this podcast thing. <laughs> so give us the five stars <laughs> on iTunes. It'll make other people who enjoy Flim it'll bring them here and it'll just be fantastic. Okay. So <laughs> With all that said, thank you for listening to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. We're two brothers who talk about Flim as if our opinions don't matter. As if our opinions don't matter? (laughs) I don't even care. We're leaving that in. That's a typo. (laughs) You have a good one. We're doing Tenet next week. I mean in two weeks. Next episode's Tenet. We'll see you then. (laughs) 